Welcome to the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. Join Taskmaster 4450 and John G. Olson each and every week as they dive into the crazy world of cryptocurrency. If you are new to crypto or you've been through a few bear markets in the past, this podcast is for you. It's time to start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to another Crypto Maniacs podcast. Streaming for your viewing pleasure. Well, I may hopefully it's your pleasure. We're not totally sure, but it's streaming. And we're here. And it's going to be uploaded on 3Speak because you speak, we speak, we all love 3Speak. How you doing, Task? How you doing? I'm doing well. I've been busy just blasting the blockchain with content. I'd spent my life here the last 10 days. Why I undertook this project, I don't know, but I did. So you're you're nothing but dedicated, sir. Uh, dedicated, demented, I don't know what fits, but it is what it is. Uh little little public service announcement if I, I could, John. Uh there is a scam running around on Discord uh targeting people on high. If you get an invite from anime fan, from any of your friends, ignore it. It's evidently a scam link. And uh, Three Speak and Leo Finance, two of the Discord groups I'm in, have posted announcements that it's a scam. So uh, avoid that one like the plague. Don't click links. There you go. That you're, you don't know or not. Good public service announcement. Yes, I got the warnings today, too. So, yes, guys, watch out for that crazy stuff. Um, lots of good questions this week. Should we uh, dive right into it? And, uh... Uh, absolutely. I mean, that's what we're here for, to see what the loving fans are interested in. Yeah, I, the, the loving fans, the people that put up with us, you mean, right? Well, now, yeah. you know, we're not the only demented ones then. Yeah. I called it a little late because I didn't get this out till about 24 hours ago. Um, <clears throat> well, 19 hours ago, it says it right there. So not even 24 hours ago that I put the post up. I just it was my son's birthday yesterday, so I was you know I was doing barbecuing and people were over and we were having quite the little shindig here. So um, that was my excuse. Excuses though, I did an entire post. So John, stop making excuses. Do you have any? Oh, and, and to, to- to, to add fuel to the fire, you didn't even send me an invite to your son's birthday party. I mean, I, I what, are you ashamed of me? Uh, no, man, it's okay. It's okay. Well, I would be. But anyway, I mean, that's yeah. that's a different subject altogether. Perfect. <laughs> yep, no invite from John. It just... I, I invited you through spirit. How about that? Oh, okay, through yes. spirit. Yes. What the hell does that mean? Now I, I gotta go find know. a woo-woo yeah. doctor. To, voodoo, to voodoo, voodoo, you do. Uh, guys, uh, thank you for coming, showing up today because uh, it, it's it, it's great when the community comes out in in full force. So let's let's dive right into it because we do have a bunch to get into. So we'll start with iJat. Uh, he said, "Can you put a link to where the show is and how to reach it? Uh, Twitch, Three Speak, maybe even the name of the show. It's Cryptomaniacs. How do we not do a good enough job with branding the name of this show? That's 
that's terrifying to me. Uh, I don't know. Like, and I, I mean, you seem to always put the link on Twitter. It's, I, uh, I don't know. It's, evidently, we need to drop the link in more places. Do you put the link in the in the question post? Well, that doesn't I, I, even work either because it doesn't work till you go live. You can put the the uh, like anchor link to to the recordings, but the live is when you go live. You get the link through the software, right? Uh, yeah, I guess we're just. I'm just not doing a good enough job of branding. Yeah, maybe throw maybe throw the Vim. I mean, can you do the Vim link uh, in the in the question so it's in the post itself? I, I will I will do that next week. I will put a I will put a link, but it is Cryptomaniacs. Um, yeah, you can find it on Spotify and you can find it um, on Three Speak uh, under my account as well. So. Yeah, but but those aren't live. Is is he asking about the live or the recording? The, I mean, yeah, the, I guess the the live. Um, I mean, again, I th I thought we do a good enough job, but obviously not of of. Because actually, someone actually asked today in the CTP Discord when we go live on Fridays. So uh, that's my bad. Um, I got to do a little bit better at life, uh, guys. So I will do better. I promise you. I will definitely. But it's uh, Tuesdays and Fridays, 1 p.m. Eastern uh, on Vim, uh, on YouTube, on Twitter. Uh, and then we upload on 3Speak. So there you go. There you go. And he actually has a question other than uh, John do better, which is a good one. Um, why does everyone think Hive is better than any other cryptos? Over 50% of Hive is controlled by 37 whales. Any of them could tank it. I use the Hive and Wax ecosystems and plan to be here for a good while. Um, over 50% of Hive is controlled by 37 whales. I, I mean... I guess like you'd have to have all 37 say screw it and I don't know if that's gonna happen I mean maybe one or two well but, especially you know. since we don't know who freedom is and he's the biggest account he she it they and uh that hasn't moved in years block trades isn't going to be dumping um they call me Dan who's in the top three or five isn't going to be dumping so you just took most of the, or not most, but a fair portion of that 50%. And you probably, between those three, pushed 7 or 8%. That isn't going to be dumped. And then I could go through, I don't know what Marky has. I don't know what Archange has. I don't know what a lot of them have, but uh, they have a significant amount. To answer the question, why is Hive superior to everybody else is not in the token distribution and in the coin it's in the blockchain it's in the fundamentals of what we can do here and when you look at the simple fact that hive is a blockchain which means it's distributed ledger technology but unlike bitcoin which the ledger is just financial transactions back and forth hive's ledger can include our comments, our posts, our upvotes, all the stuff that we do on chain. So we have the ability, and this is the project I'm undertaking, of constructing a decentralized database. And people say, well, it's not decentralized. Bullshit. I post anything to Hive. It's on over 100 different computers around the world, most of them unrelated. So it goes on Three Speaks computer, it goes on CTP's computer, it goes on Blocktrade's computer, it goes on 
Hawu's computer, it goes on Arcane's computer, and whoever else is running a witness node, they each have a copy of the ledger that is updated every, you know, 45 seconds or whatever. And that's very, very powerful when you start to look at the fundamentals and the foundation of Web 3.0. Everybody wants to talk about the tokenomics of Web 3.0. And this is where, you know, oh, well, Elon just adds Doge to, to Twitter. That's Web 3.0. No, that's not it. You have to look at the fundamental data structure. And that's the real game changer. And I wrote a post this morning about how Hive actually could take out Twitter. And it's not because somebody builds a Twitter clone that kills Twitter. It's the fact that you have Twitter's nothing more than a centralized database with 15 years worth of data from its users along with the front end. So if you build the back end on Hive, which Leo Finance is trying to do, and once the data structure is pinned to Hive, just like long form comment content, any UI can access it. That that content is is public. So in that instance, if Blaine wanted to to build an app or build in a feature into CTP Talk that structures or 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 takes in that that microblogging content, if you will. He could do it because once it's on the blockchain, it's there. He can he can feed into it. How many other blockchains can do that and do it without zero direct transaction costs? You could try to do that on Polygon, but I mean, John, are you going to pay even a penny to do an upvote? Are you going to pay a penny to do a tweet? Nope. I mean, you know, and if you're a heavy user, I mean, can you imagine like Nathan Mars when he gets going, if he had to pay a penny a piece? I mean, you know, it's just all of a sudden somebody's having to spend 10, 15 bucks a day just to, to engage with with a, a blockchain. And, you know, that's all right. If you're trading, you don't really give a shit. But if you're just hacking around on a social media app like Twitter, uh, would you want to do that? I don't think many would want to do that. And so that's why Hive stands out to me. It's not so much the token cost. It's not so much the the, the, the prospects of the to of the coin. That will follow. Um, and, you know, you want to look at the, the distribution. Well, go take a look at EOS's distribution. They got about 50% in 10 wallets. And you don't even know. I mean, that may be just three different people. That may be Block One and Larimer and whatever his partner's name was. I mean, they may control 40, 50% of the stake for all we know. That, do that doesn't happen on, on Hive. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, and, and iJad, I know, uh, actually is, is part of the Index Guild, so he plays Splinterlands. Um, you can't do Splinterlands on another blockchain. You just can't. I mean, you could. It's just going to cost you a lot of money. So that's its use case. Uh, that's the big thing. So that's why I think everyone thinks Hive is superior because we have use case development and community. And, and also another thing, it's DPoS, which if you study DPoS versus POS versus POW, 
the one thing, and, and there's a lot of attacks against DPoS, which we, we can't answer one way or another because it, it really hasn't been tried out. But the one thing that does not seem to be disputed is DPoS can scale much better. So there is the scaling capabilities, whereas, um, you know, we know proof of work doesn't have the scaling capabilities. Proof of stake, we have not seen as right. of yet, I mean, although, you know, the Ethereum merge will be a big one. If they can pull that off, that'll add a lot of validation to the scalability of POS. Um, but then that doesn't solve the transaction fees, as we, we said. Yes, sir. Thank you for the question, Ijet. Hope that helps. Best start. This is John. He's in the audience on Vim. Big shout out to John. He said, better late than ever. Yep. Uh, can you explain VES and how it relates to Hive's achievements? Um, explain what? Vests. Oh, MVEST. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the... So this is the one thing about Hive. Hive is um, usable for everyday people like me, but the people that developed it Let's just say, maybe socially awkward, maybe. <laughs> Instead of calling things resource credits or hive power, let's call it vests. And vests is basically the techie term for hive power, give or take, right? I mean, obviously, there's more to it than that. But when people say vests, it's the number on the blockchain that equals the hive power because let's confuse people right let's well then we can go even further and talk mana right mana <laughs> resource credits vests yeah it's it, it's all john's right it's all has to do with just your ability to engage in the blockchain and you need these vests and and also that's how it's calculated for your votes for witnesses they're actually vote counted not based upon high power. It's actually counted based upon right. MVES or VES. Yeah. Without getting too technical, just think of it as high power because that's that's the easiest way I look at it. I, it's a number that's on the blockchain on the back end that r deals with voting and stuff like that. Yeah. But the more high power you have, the more VES you'll have. Yep. So it's techie people man jimmy is up with a great question for the first time i am more than optimistic about project blank <laughs> i never really put much thought into it because i hadn't felt like we were anywhere near it actually happening not that it has happened yet but it's safe to say should we be more than optimistic um <sighs> I'll let you take this one, man, because you, 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 <laughs> yeah, you have a much more closer, uh, much tie more to... emotional investment since I started talking about Cal with this two years, almost two years ago next month. In fact, if you look at Leo Market Talk, that's where that sprung from, and I, I don't remember the exact date uh, when I started that, but look at when that account was opened; it was a, a result of yeah. those conversations. Um, I think it's big news that there, there's talk from Cal on the AMAs that maybe by the end of the month, maybe not, maybe it'll, it'll roll into August. But the threads 
what they're calling threads feature will be added to leofinance.io. Uh, and what that is, is that's kind of the precursor to Project Blank. And so if indeed we are within, let's say, three weeks, give or take, of seeing that update roll out with threads, and the idea is, and this is where DBuzz is, is different. The, the whole idea and the concept that we, we had discussed in the early days, and, and DBuzz, I think, was out at that time. The challenge was, is, or is, DBuzz is a top-line blog post. So first off, if you send out a DBuzz, you, your auto-voters see it as a, a, a post and, and auto-vote. The second thing is it shows up on people's feeds and sometimes that'll piss them off if they see a feed of, you know, just a, a picture of your big toe or whatever. And the third thing is you can only send out every five minutes. So if you are looking for a microblog in Twitter clone, that doesn't really work. And so the idea of threads, I guess, from what I can, can see, I don't have any inside info on this, but just from listening and going back to conversations in the past, the idea is going to be to that the, the thread account, the, the master account, will do a blog post. And then everybody will basically and effectively be commenting in that blog post. Now, the UI will obviously not see it that way. The UI will read it just similar and, and it'll sort the data and manipulate the data similar. So it looks like it looks on Twitter where you make a comment, a, a thread, you, 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 you put out a, a blank, whatever they want to call it, and then other people respond to it and you're looking at the UI, UI and it looks like it does on Twitter. Uh, that's my understanding. Now, this is not the final product, but it all has to do with how the data is going down on the blockchain. And by the way, this is a test. So they want to see if it can work, because if it can work this way, uh, it will be uh, it will allow for proof of brain. If not, the other option is to do all of this through custom JSON, which then will post all the data to the blockchain. The problem is, is there's no proof of brain because you can't upvote custom JSONs. So that's really where it's coming from. And they're trying to get the infrastructure correct right now. So, yes, I, I would say that now is the time to be more excited than we've been in the past, uh, more optimistic than we've been in the past, because it looks like we are getting closer to at least the first iteration um, you know, does that mean we are getting close to having a, uh, Twitter clone setting up a Twitter like database on hive, which people can set up front ends. No, we're not close to that. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be fun, uh, when it does get launched, uh, but the technical aspects of it are always a challenge. So there you go. Tokenize is up. Hey there, maniacs. Do you think the Celsius situation will significantly impact the crypto world in the short term? Uh, what was it, $10 billion? <laughs> no, more. I think it was a $1.5 billion hole on their balance sheet. Which, 1.5. That's a, that's a lot of jack. Uh, yeah. yeah. Billion with a B. 
that yeah, small B or big, big B? It doesn't matter at that level. Yeah, man, dude. I like. Does it? Is it gonna? Well, it's already in, impacted the crypto world because that was supposed to be the safe haven. Like I remember this time last year, the argument was, you know, Nexus, Celsius, which is the more stable one? Oh, Celsius. Celsius is the. This is the place to go if you're gonna if you're gonna keep your Bitcoin on exchanges. This is where you keep it. It's like this was supposed to be the safe bet, and it failed miserably. Um, mm -hmm. Short term, yeah, it's more long term. Um, I think long term pulling out from it. No, I think we'll we'll get through it just like we got through Mount Gox, just like we got through, um, you know, a whole bunch of these these you know BitConnect. Like we've been through these type of things. The problem with this is that it looked like everything Celsius was doing was above board. It was great. It was fantastic. Everything made sense on paper. Obviously not. Um, and I think that's the impact. It's the trust factor. And especially you combine that with, with the Luna and Terra stuff. Remember, stable coin, it's supposed to be stable. When there's lack of like trust in those type of, of products and services, that's where we get into trouble. Um, so, yeah. Dude, well, I that, think, yeah, that's so, the entire financial monetary system. It's all trust and confidence. The only reason, you know, you have any trust in the Canadian dollar is because you have trust in the Canadian dollar, so you use it. Uh, you go into some of these third world nations that have totally torched their currencies, and you lose the, the trust in government. Invariably, that ends up affecting so many different things across the board. And that's why the banking system and regulation and all this other shit is supposed to instill trust in the ledger that these banks and that these financial institutions maintain. And it's all ledger because, you know, you go to, you sign up with a TD Ameritrade account. They don't have any cash on hand back in your account. It's all numbers on a screen. And right, exactly. so the second you lose trust in that, there's a problem. And that is the reason for blockchain. That's the reason for DeFi. And it goes back to the old old saying in crypto, not your keys, not your crypto. And old guard crypto people always warn about the third party risk. And Celsius, you, you, you're taking an added risk when you get involved with these entities and have them holding your crypto because it's not your crypto anymore. And you you. You know, I, I, I saw a, a headline about their bankruptcy file and what they said in. We mismanaged the balance sheet. Oh, really? You think? To the tune of $1.5 billion. Maybe. Maybe mismanaged. So now, now if you had any crypto in there, I presume you are just a creditor in bankruptcy court. And that's not a fun place to be. Very true. Uh, and this kind of a follow-up to this, uh, uh, my path to fire says, is the bear market over? And will more exchanges add hive? Is the bear market over? Uh, Don't know. No idea. Uh, my, my guess is, and I've, I've said this before, crypto is a risk on risk off. And while the Fed is still intent on destroying the economy, and worried about the CPI print, it's risk off. And to me, that means that crypto is 
not going to get any traction. It may have a bear market rally, but I think it's going to be tough for the next few months and see where it is in the fall. I am convinced at some point the Fed and Jerome Powell is going to be slapped in the face with a giant fish of how stupid they're being with this approach and they're going to have to reverse course. My suggestion, watch the bond market. Watch the fixed income market. That usually recovers before the risk on. And if you see uh, bonds starting to bottom out and go up, that's your first sign that maybe start thinking about the risk on. We could want to start positioning. I, I believe we'll stop want to start positioning towards the end of the year. It may take till the second quarter next year for the bull really to kick in. But I think first or second quarter next year, you might get the bull. But that's just speculation and, and just a, a guesstimate. But I'd watch the Fed. Mm -hmm. I'd watch how jittery they get when they have to reverse course and let the bond market be your guide. I mean, that's a hundred and twenty billion, a hundred and twenty trillion with a T market. So lot lot of lot of jack in that in that market. Yes. And just to keep stacking till then. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Hope that helps. Good question. Uh, Dr. Loeb's well, this is going to be just, just to, to yep. go on that one mm -hmm. comment, John. I mean, it, again, at the end of the day, dollar cost averaging, and, and we talked about this, I think, last week or two weeks ago. In the projects you love, dollar cost average. And on Hive, the best part of dollar cost averaging is you can do it through effort. You get rewarded in tokens so, or coin. And whatever you're added to your holding on those projects you like is at a dollar cost average of zero. So it only makes sense as, as John and I beat the dead cat, stay the course, be consistent, show up every day. And, you know, if you got a little extra money if, on your long-term holdings, maybe it's a good time to, to add. I mean, if you can figure out how to buy at the bottom, you're a better person than I ever could be. So it's always a guessing game, but you know, today's prices are a hell of a lot better than they were six months ago. Yeah, if you believe in the project, right? I mean, if yeah, you believe, if you in, believe the project, in the project, it's it's at a discount. So there you go. Yeah. Speaking of projects, Doctor Loeb's is up. Love the Avatar too. He's got the Ferengi in the Avatar for all you Star Trek Trekkies out there. Are Star Trekkers or Trekkies? They're Trekkies. They're Trekkies. Um, Trekkies. We need more info on the Ragnarok game. It's been almost two months since the registration for Alpha Testers was opened. But no more info came out since then. We are running nodes for the game. We are waiting for the launch of the NFTs. Uh, most probably they won't be launched all in one go. We are waiting to alpha test the game. We need more info and not much is coming out. Maybe you can buzz some people who can offer more details on the current situation. Uh, I know absolutely nothing about it. Um, I All these projects to me, when Ragnarok was announced, when... Project Blank was announced. Um, I never anticipated they would be ready next week. Um, I even remember reading about Ragnarok, how they weren't going to have alpha testing and beta testing and stuff like that for like six months to a year. Um, so I, I'm not like I don't keep my ear to the street when it comes to that stuff like i'll hear rumblings here and there but um i don't really pay it much attention just because i know it's an ambitious project it's a massive project and they don't have um a trillion dollar development team 
Uh, and, and that's something to remember, I think, in crypto is that you are, you know, bootstrapping a lot of this stuff. A lot of these things are one or two people jobs. Um, I know from experience with what we're doing, we have one developer uh, and, and it takes time. So I wasn't really anticipating any big news, uh, but uh, I don't know. Tass, do you have any inside scoop? No, I know about as much as you do. The only thing I caught wind of was the the, uh, the head artist who was developing some of the NFTs died, and it took Dan a little while to find another one. I think he, he did find another one. But in terms of, you know, the time frame on rollouts, I, I just, for some reason, I have imprinted in my mind that it's like mid-2023. So it, it was a long-term time frame that they laid out and nothing was happening quick. So I'm kind of like you. I don't really pay a whole lot of attention on a regular basis. Yeah, it's 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 to me it's it's similar to like CyberX. It's like all this yeah. stuff is fantastic and it's just it's just gonna take time. Um yeah. so if you believe in the project, like again, this is to me this is a belief in they call me Dan and, and Starkers. Um and three speak the fact that they have had a working project, they got speak network that they're developing. Like this is a belief in what the people, the behind them, and and the pro and the track record. So, like you said, I wasn't anticipating anything until like next year. Um, so that's why I haven't really had my ear to the the street per se when it comes to Ragnarok. So, yeah. but I'm still collecting my airdrops mm -hmm. for Speak Network. Too. There you go. Hope that helps. Sorry, man. It's not might not be the answer you're looking for, but uh, we'll poke around, you know. I mean, and come to the CTT shows. Um, you know, ask ask questions there too, like direct from you know the, the horse's mouth. I mean, you know. Uh, um, I'll try to remember. I'm going to be on there tomorrow, so I'll try to remember to ask them. There you go. Uh, NFT BBG's got a couple questions. We'll get to his first one right now. Um, so far. This is the question that comes to mind. What blockchain book do you recommend for non-tech people? Uh, and perhaps later, uh, Blockchain for Everyone is one I, re I read. Um, blockchain Blockchain for Everyone uh, was a fantastic book. Um, blockchain Revolution was great. It's old. It's old, though. Um, but Blockchain for Everyone was a fascinating read, a lot of fun. Uh, and then there's another one I totally forget. Uh, I'll get it because it's right there. Um, task, entertain people while I go and find the book. Well, for me, to be honest with you, I um, I take a different approach. Uh, I wouldn't even bother reading a book. I think if you go on Hive and, and the knowledge about cryptocurrency about blockchain, about this entire ecosystem, about this industry, the knowledge level on Hive collectively. And you could focus maybe if you want, like in Leo Finance, that's a little more cryptocurrency related. But you look look at the, some of the names we keep dropping out there. We had ho on the show a few weeks ago. You, we have Brian London, who, who's a code, who does some coding. Block trades. Um, you start to listen to Starkers and they call me Dan, even though they're not technical people, they're interacting with Voltec and people like that who are the technical people and are building out. And we had disregard fiat. There's another name to drop. 
And so when you start to read through these posts on Hive about cryptocurrency, about blockchain, you know, you start to read um, the works of they, they of, of block trades and, and the posts he puts up. And a lot of it's very difficult, but a simple highlighting of, of the word right click and, and search and you can find what the terms mean. And I think the information for blockchain, blockchain and cryptocurrency that's on Hive is pretty much second to none. Then you start adding in, if you read people like Vitalik's uh, Twitter feed, you read his post. You know, first off, this is all up to the date stuff. So you, the problem with a book in a, in a high tech industry is by the time that reaches the publer, publisher, a lot of it's out of date. Um, so I think there's a great deal of knowledge to be garnered just by going and looking up the terms and, and just typing in certain keywords that you don't understand and find out what a block is, finding out what a block producer is, what's the difference between a proof of mind, proof of stake, de de delegated proof of stake. Uh, you know, there's articles out there on all this stuff. I mean, people have written about it for years. There's coin telegraph articles. I mean, simple web searches pulls up all this information. And that's really how you can start to get it all to come together. And and then when you start to read through some of the, the blog posts of Brian of London or Disregard Fiat or Block Trades or Marky Mark or some, stuff like that, Archange, when they start talking about security, they start talking about different things. You'll, you'll know what they're they're talking about. You'll know what the acronyms mean. You'll you'll have some idea. You may not be an expert, but you'll have some idea. And I think that's a much better approach these days than sit down reading a, a book for four hours or three hours, which, you know, you'll forget 95% of it within a week or week and a half or whatever the stats are. And, you know, this is your ongoing ed education. You keep getting reaffirmed it. All of a sudden, you'll come across a blog post, uh, and it talks about that. Blaine puts up a post about something he's doing, and it's like, oh, okay, I understand what he's saying. He's he's tapping into, oh, I, I understand what the half is now, and I understand how that differs and what a database is and how that ties into the blockchain and, you know, how the developers use the half to, to create their own customized databases using the, the data from the high blockchain. You know, then you start to understand and see the progress and how things tie together. And then you can start to to decipher, well, okay, what does a decentralized database do and how does it tie into a front end and why is that important versus a centralized database like Twitter or Facebook? And I went and got the book too. And then I just get slapped like, don't do this. Listen. Well, you didn't invite me to the freaking people. birthday party. You think I'm going to be nice to your ass? He said for non-techie people. That's, then you I'm say, go a read a Howu post. <laughs> What's that? You read he a Howu post and you write... Or read freaking... a Block Trades post, dude. It's all, dude, non-techie. Like, me. Like, reading of... Now, anyway. <laughs> do you know how to use a search engine, John? No, I don't. I don't. I... I it's this one. This is the the easiest, simplest book. Um, it's dated, yes, just like past said. But this is uh, a book that I thought was it was less than two hundred pages. It was to the point. It was fantastic. It gave you big picture stuff. This uh, blockchain, the next everything, Stephen P. Williams. That was the book I was looking for um, for idiot people like me. 
No. <laughs> he's just not. He's like, yeah, he's an idiot. <sighs> Next question. Dev Press. Do you think people should trust Uphold and Nexo for their investment returns? Or do you think C5 is always going to be rug pulled like Celsius? And I don't think Celsius was a rug pull. I think no, it was just I wouldn't call piss it poor pull. management. Like yeah. awful management. Um, trust Uphold and Nexo for your investment returns. Uh, disclaimer, I was bullish on Nexo. I took all my money out of Nexo last year just because I didn't. I was like, the better idea for me and Task, you're going to love this, for my investment returns was effort cost averaging on Hive. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I would put my money in Hive, which without me thinking about it, I get two point something percent with Hive Power. I get close to 10% return for my curation. Uh, I'm getting effort cost averaging. So every day I'm creating posts, I'm growing my stake. Um, I think people should trust their own hustle more um, than waiting for these companies that promise the world. Um, we we use Uphold. We have for It's whatever. Um, Nexo, I don't use anymore, but there's nothing wrong with it, I don't think. Uh, I just think that the better game plan for returns is Hive. So, but I'm bullish and biased. So. It comes down to what we just talked about, trust. And I, I would agree with you. I don't think Celsius was a rug pull. It was, you know, just like hundreds and hundreds and thousands of companies throughout history that went under due to mismanagement and over leveraging and a bunch of other things. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you have, you better damn well trust who you're giving your crypto to. And um, if you're really going after the return uh, in terms of a, a fixed income return, you better be careful. I mean, I get a return off stuff through Leo finance and on Polycub because I trust those people. Uh, you know, HVD, that's blockchain level. So I trust that. My Ethereum, my Bitcoin, I don't have that getting an APY. Now, maybe I'm foolish, but it's locked away in a, a, an off-chain wallet, a, a hard wallet, and it's safe. That's just my approach. Um if I want to go get 8, 10, 12% off my Ethereum, then I'm going to be taking a risk of, you know, a hack, a rug pull, something like that. So you have to be, you, you have to determine your level of risk. And anytime you're dealing with an application, there's third party risk involved. And as we're starting to see, there's no recourse. Yeah, it ain't a bank, it's not guaranteed. Um, nope. So that's why I like Hive so much. But again, very biased. NFT BBG's follow-up question is, reading the blockchain books is a headache for non-techie people like me. Can you explain the meaning of a hash in layman's terms and its relevance in the real world? What is a hash? A half. A hash. I have the definition pulled up, but Task, you... you uh, a hash not. basically is information that relates to other information. It's 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 a cryptographic. I don't even know the word, John. Technique, mechanism, maybe I guess mechanism, uh, feature, mm-hmm. and it it's it's how they tie 
information together is, is about the best way I can phrase it. And, you know, when you hear about hash rates, you know, that's how much, if I can remember correctly, how, how many transactions are, right. of, are, are there compared to the, I guess you'd say the computational power that's being put at those transactions. Yeah, the uh, Infestopedia. Hash is a mathematical function that converts an input of arbitrary length into an encrypted output of a fixed length. And you could have looked that up on Leo Glossary, by you, the way. You could look. I could have. Is it up on Leo Glossary? Hash is on there. There's 310 fucking words on Leo Glossary. Well, I'm just saying, I Googled it. I didn't even Google it. I pre-searched it. So... Yeah, well, we're not, we're not I, ranking on yeah. search engines, that's for sure. I, I, I pre-search. I don't but Google. My, my, my definition in Investopedias probably are not as good. But anyway. Yeah, yeah it's there you go. Hope that helps. Lisa's up. Where is the best place to find out how much hive power I need to officially become a dolphin? Uh, this is the. <laughs> this goes back to our whole thing about <laughs> let's make it vests instead of hive power. Um, as you know, becoming a dolphin is around. It was always around five thousand hive power, and then it was five thousand five hundred and some crazy number. It's again. This is because it's not. And instead of making everything simple, and let's just keep it at the numbers let's do things with m vests and vests and so it's not exactly 5000 i use 5000 just as my threshold i don't worry about the 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 you know the dotted i's and cross t's but officially official i'm not totally sure if there is an officially official place to find that maybe the uh, it, it, what was that site? Uh, Hive DB was it? Uh, Hive DB. Not sure. I know which one you're talking about, but um, Hive DB. It's a GitHub. Hmm. Um. Uh, Actually, I, I think HiveDB used to have it, but uh, I think HiveBuzz, somewhere in there, they tell you um, what is required. I, I don't know. I think HiveBuzz, because they, they use that for the uh, badges, so Arcane needs a run in total of them. It's around 5,500, though. For dolphin, something right? like that. Now, yeah, it's, yeah. That's a good question. I will, I will note that down and find that answer for you, Lisa, because I don't have it. Are you looking for a task? Or you... uh, I'm just looking through uh, through High Buzz and seeing if there's anything there that mm. tells us i i thought i've seen it on high buzz at one point but mm. i don't know there you go you're right it's we, about 5500 
give or take. Um, I'll get that. I'll find that for you, Lisa. I will, uh, and I'll send it to you. So, and finally, we have uh, David Armstrong is up. He says several of the news projects. Uh, there are still some weak players in the exchange area that were over leveraged. They continue uh, with once uh, they continued with once these fall out, and Bitcoin falls to thirteen thousand. There's a very strong recovery later this year. What are your views about the other weak players and a possible year-end recovery? Um, no idea uh, about, you know, I mean, Tass just mentioned bond markets um, for, you know, to get out of the bear and this and that and the third. But again, I don't give a rat's behind about Bitcoin price. I don't care. I don't have any Bitcoin. I've sold all my Bitcoin for Hive. Um, I don't pay attention i couldn't tell i couldn't even tell you the price of hive right now um uh, i don't pay attention to the price i i i and and i know that's such a warped way of thinking in crypto because everyone is attached to it like what's the u.s dollar amount of this and oh we're in a bear market oh look at this it's like yeah we need money to eat and it sucks that you know things are not as great as they were this time last year but i'm still using the blockchain i'm still developing on the blockchain i'm still networking and talking to people on the blockchain the price to me is especially bitcoin maybe you know maybe i'm a little bit more attracted to the price of hive just because you know i basically live off of it um but bitcoin i don't pay any attention to at all like i i honest to goodness without even trying to be sensational i couldn't tell you the price right now. bless you I could not tell you the price of Bitcoin right now. And I don't know where it's going to go, where it's headed to. I just don't, I don't, don't care <laughs> about the price of Bitcoin. Uh, but I know that that's the measuring stick for these markets. Um, I don't know. Um, uh, some of the other weak players out there. Uh, I mean, everyone's saying that crypto.com is the next one to fall. And I, I don't know. I'm, they're overspending on their marketing. I don't have a crystal ball. I mean, you know, I sure hope crypto.com doesn't go under because that's the one I use for my fiat onboarding and offboarding. Um, but I I just show up every day. I don't know. Tass, what do you think? What do you, what do you think is the views on weak players in the exchange markets and over leveraged? I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, still waiting on what's going to happen with coinbase i, I mean it, it's they all face the same thing so it, it's who knows who's going to come out of this who isn't it, it's kind of reminiscent to a much smaller degree like we had in the u.s 15 years ago with you know which banks will get tarp money and which will be closed and, and not open and open up monday under a different company name uh, because it was right. acquired this is what happens in deleveraging and, uh, you know, people always are, I mean, for last year, everybody's screaming about the inflation. Trust me, when this flips to a deflationary environment, it's very, very painful. And people think inflation's bad, deflation's worse because it, it starts as a spiral and you just don't know where it'll stop. And, you know, when deleveraging and, and companies going out of, out of business and companies laying off and you know, it just starts spread from industry to industry to industry. Very painful mm -hmm. time. And, uh, mm -hmm. 
you're not going to it's unless you're short in the market it's not going to be you're not going to see your 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 accounts get bigger i can promise you that they'll get smaller whether it's the equity market whether it's uh, the stock market i mean the uh, crypto market they're going to get smaller because it, it's that's what happens take haircuts mm. yeah. we've seen it yeah it's it, sorry go ahead no, we've just felt it. I mean, Bitcoin went from 66,000 to 20 and Hive, okay, Hive was pumped, but so let's ignore 360. Let's say Hive was a legitimate dollar 20. Well, it dropped by like two thirds. I mean, that's painful. Yeah. But that's just the way it is. Ethereum went close to a thousand bucks. It was at 4,000 at one point. I, you know, that's major, major deleveraging and, and that's a lot of money lost. Mm. it's um i just checked it's twenty thousand it's almost twenty one thousand dollars right okay so it's been up a little bit somebody i i saw somebody write that they thought 18 was in the cards soon and i guess it reversed course and was plumbing then moved up way above my pay grade man um i like simple man and i think that's why i'm so attracted to hive because i can I don't need to be a rocket scientist to figure this stuff out. Show up every day, put in the effort and my effort cost average. I'm going to do a post on that effort cost average. Um, just keep showing up and it grows, you know? Yeah. It'd be great. You know, if I was two bucks again, it'd be great, but I'm not going to stop using it, you know? So because it's 40 cents. I mean, and that's the thing. That's the big thing with 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 crypto projects that have actual use case. It's like, it just I think you mention this all the time too about you know like dollars and you know like do do, do people know do people care about the the what the cost forex trading value of the USD is? Unless you're into forex, no, you're still going to go and spend your you know five bucks to ten bucks at McDonald's for a you know well until things go crazy. But you know what I mean. Like you're still going to use your US dollars. You're still going to use your Canadian dollars. You're still going to use your euros. It's Hive. I still use it. You know. So. Well, that, that comes back to what you always talk about: utility. The the challenge is, well, here's the challenge I see, and and I've I'm I'm getting more firm with this resolution in my mind. The stable coins HBD is the transactional coin. HBD is what we need to focus on for use case, for getting people to interact commercially and to build out, uh, you know, derivatives and things based upon that. Hive is like a stock. And when we look at these cryptocurrencies tied to projects, it's just like Leo Finance. I did a video before this because it's Leo Power Update. Leo Power, Leo is... You know, basically, you can think of it as the stock for that entire ecosystem. And, you know, I think if people use that in their minds, and yes, stocks go up, stocks go down. There's a lot of people holding Tesla, even though it's down like 40% from its high because they believe it long term. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who won't touch Sears because they think it's shit and going out of business. And they're probably right on that. So, it comes back down to what projects do you think are quality and what will appreciate. And then by having stake in that platform, you 
will enjoy any movement in the token price or the coin price as reflected by the market when the market picks up on what's going on. Now, the market may not pick up on that for a long time. The market may be just in a bearish mood and nothing really appreciates. Or it may start having a bull run and your project doesn't appreciate just because the market doesn't see it. And that's just the way it works. Uh, but if if you're looking out there over five or ten years and you believe in Hive, you believe in Leo, you believe in CTP, you believe in whatever, you believe in Bitcoin, you believe in Ethereum, you believe what Vitalik's doing, whatever it is you believe in. If you're doing that long term, if there's development, if there's utility being built on the chain, if there's a reason for these projects to exist, you'll do okay. The market at some point should reflect that. As we're finding out in the bear, what gets cleared out is a lot of the garbage that had, quite frankly, zero use case. And that was my point with UST and Luna. Who gives a shit? Who, right. who was holding Luna at all other than for speculation? What the hell was going on there? I mean, maybe hmm. there was some stuff, but I don't know about it. And that's the difference with Hive. You can sit there and say, well, wait a second. Task is built in Leo Glossary. There, there's a database being built. You got Brian of London using Hive for Podpink. You have Splinterlands that post to Hive. You have uh, HBD that's on the on the base layer. You have the the Speak network being built. You have blogging taking place. We're soon, hopefully, going to have some type of micro blogging feature taking place. You know, you start to look at this stuff. CyberX is being built to some degree being tied in there. You got Hive Engine and all these Layer 2 tokens and Layer 2 projects and NFT showroom and all of this stuff going on. Now, you could say that a lot of that stuff's crap. Fine. But it's there. And mm -hmm. not all of it's crap. There are legitimate Hive Engine tokens. There's legitimate NFTs, I'm sure, on NFT showroom. CyberX is doing things that may or may not work out, but we're optimistic. Ragnarok uh exode uh you know all these different games decrops i mean you name it these are things that are use cases and utility some of it may not be very exciting long term but it's there and there will be more stuff coming and then we're getting resource delegations through the next hard fork well how will that change the tokenomics if you will in terms of investing in hive Will that create an opportunity for uh, and a desire for people to hold and power up? I, I don't know. Mm. It might because all of a sudden there might be, you know, I don't think it's going to take people too long that say, hey, you, you delegate resource credits to our users on our behalf and we'll reward you in our native token. I mean, mm. I can't believe it will take people too long to figure that out. And, you know, maybe that's the approach for Splinterlands. You know, hey, you do that, you get SPS. Or deck, one of the two. Mm -hmm. I mean, why wouldn't they? If they need more resource credits to get people going, then you know, although I think their their gig is more they need the accounts and the resource credits. But uh, you know, that's where the innovation comes. All of a sudden there's a tool, resource credit delegations, other developers, other project teams will figure out what to build, how to utilize it. And you know, I believe there and as Addicted said. 
it wouldn't be surprised if somebody throws together an exchange to be able to swap those. I don't know mm. how that would look, but that wouldn't surprise me either. There's development. You just got to look for it. Yeah. Dude, great show, man. Um, everyone's questions were fantastic. Appreciate everyone uh, coming out. Apologies for the technical difficulties earlier on. Um, I have to talk to Elon about this, man. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta straighten it out with the Starlink stuff. But anyways, internet in the middle of nowhere, man. I shouldn't complain, and I'm not. So, Task, you have a good weekend. It could be worse. You could be a Twitter shareholder. I could be a Twitter shareholder. Yeah. What Down a gong show that. Or whatever. Guys, be good to each other. Have a fantastic weekend, and we will see you on Tuesday with Shadows Pub. We'll be here on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Cryptomaniacs podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week. 